Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Yes, yes, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. Good morning, oh, Mrs. Good Piper. Yes? I got a ham for you. I thought oh. I'd better ring the bell rather than leave it on the porch here. It's pretty cold, it might freeze. Ham? That's right. Blaney's department store. Oh, look, I did not order a ham from the food section of the department store. Well, I mean, I did order it, but not for us. Before Christmas. It was a gift for some friends, Before and I Christmas. Cannot... You just getting the order through now? No, honestly, this has all been the worst mix-up. My husband was down to the store last week to get this all straightened out. I don't know why you're delivering a ham to me now. Oh, well, actually, this ham was delivered apparently by mistake to a Mrs. Kenyon last week. And all I know is uh, I got an order to pick it up today. Uh, well, come in, come in, come in. It's cold with the door open. I want to get this settled. Well, I don't know anything about it. Come in. Could you please just come in? Let, let's I don't know anything the... about it. Like I, I said, I just got an order to pick up the ham at, uh, just a second. I got the name and address here someplace, sir. Uh... Mrs. Kenyon, yes, that's that, uh... right. I'm Mrs. George Kenyon, 115 Oak Tree Lane. That's right. Yes, that's the address. Well, as well... I say, I don't know what it's all about. Well, it... She was pretty upset about it, too. She said she got it by mistake, and that it should have been delivered to you. She said it was no, your ham. No, 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 It is not my ham. Well, she wrote should... your name, well, Piper, I... and the address right there on the outside, no. see? So I was coming out this way anyway, and I thought I'd make another delivery and deliver it today. Figuring since a mistake was made, and you probably were in a hurry for it. I'm not in a hurry for it. I didn't order it at all. Mrs. Kenyon couldn't possibly have told you to deliver it to me. Now, will you please have a chair driver and wait while I call Mrs. Kenyon? Honestly, Mrs. Kenyon's line is still busy. Well, look, I got more deliveries to make, Mrs. Piper. I mean, I just can't just sit around no, I, here. I, driver, I, I would appreciate if you would please wait until I get this straightened out. Mrs. Kenyon couldn't possibly have told you to deliver this ham to me. Now, there, there's some mistake. I mean, well, I'm... as I said, she was pretty upset, but that's what I understood. Well, I should think she would be upset. It's the third ham she's been sent. Well, yeah? Well, I don't know anything about that. Before Christmas, I ordered a ham sent to her address here in town. Then I found out that she and her husband weren't going to be here for Christmas. They were going up to Snowville. 
So I changed the mailing address and had the ham sent there. Yeah, well, if they didn't get it for Christmas, that's not the fault of the store, you know. The mails are pretty slow around Christmas they time. They got it. They ate it. Fourteen pounds of ham. And when they returned to town three weeks later, there was another fourteen pounds of ham that said Merry Christmas from the Pipers. Now, yeah, it's Well, as I said, me... I don't know nothing about it. I mean, that's the shipping department, I guess. I just got my orders to deliver. I'm not blaming you, but I... I would certainly like to know what's going on. My husband went down last Thursday to straighten this out. We had paid for one ham, and he didn't want to be charged in the future for the second ham when it was the store's mistake, you understand. Well, he thought he got it straightened out, and that very day, as though he'd never been there, late that afternoon, Mrs. Kenyon received a third ham. Special delivery. Well, it wasn't Blake. me. I wasn't on Thursday. That's my day off. I'm not blaming you. I'm simply trying to explain what happened, why I have this... Yeah, well, I don't got nothing to do with that. I mean, that's the shipping department. All I know is Mrs. Kenyon said that she got the ham by mistake and it should have come to no. you. She was she was sort of upset. Well, she's upset, I'm upset, and I am so embarrassed, giving her so much trouble over our Christmas gift to them. I'll try her again. I know she couldn't possibly... Couldn't possibly have said the ham should be delivered to me. She wrote your name, Piper, and yeah, the address right here. And I was coming out this way, well, so she I couldn't possibly. Hello, Ruth. Look, look. I'm sorry to bother you, but honestly, the driver showed up from Blaney's department store with a ham, and he said that you said it was mine. Yes. Well, he brought it here. That's what she said. He says that's what you said. Yes. Yeah, Ruth. Try to calm down a little bit, dear. I can't quite understand. And what did you say again? Yes. Yes, you called the department store. Yes, I called the department store last Friday and talked to Mrs. Thaler in the food section and explained the whole thing to her. And then she connected me with somebody else in adjustments or something, and I explained the whole thing over again. They kept insisting that you would send us a Christmas ham and how sorry they were we hadn't gotten it. And I said we'd already eaten two fourteen pound hams and my husband was sick of it. And I... Oh, oh, oh I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean that exactly. I... I mean, it was sweet of you to send us a ham, and we loved the first one. But as George says, 28 pounds of ham is, is, is... Well, anyhow, I put a pickup on this third ham, and when the driver came today, I told him it was to be taken back and credited to your account. I did not say to deliver it to you. I even wrote your name and address on it so there'd be sure to be no mistake who it was to be credited to. Then I called the store again and told them, and I... Oh, I've been on the phone trying to get it. Yes, oh, Ruth, I can't tell you how sorry I am you've had all this trouble. Yes. Well, I'll call the store myself and talk to them, Ruth. All right, dear. Yes. Yes. Yes, I... Yes. Goodbye, dear. Mrs. Kenyon did not say to deliver it to me, driver. She said it was to be credited to my account. You misunderstood. Well, if I did, it's no wonder... She's an excitable type. Well, at least we have this straightened out. <laughs> so, now if you will just take this one back with you. Oh, no, I, I can't call... do that. You'll have to put a pickup on it. What do you mean? It's been delivered to you. But it's been delivered to me by mistake. Yeah, I know, and I'm sorry, but it's listed on my delivery report now, and I can't take it back unless I get a pickup order. But you had a pickup on it from Mrs. Kenyon's. 
Can't you just erase it on your delivery report to me? No, no, I can't do that. We're not allowed to do but, that. I'm sorry. But I... All you got to do is just to call the store, put a pickup on it, somebody will pick it up tomorrow. <laughs> no, there's no delivery trucks out this way tomorrow. Wednesday, I'll pick up Wednesday, okay? <laughs> Pete's sakes, honey, what's the matter? Betsy said you were upstairs here lying down. Betsy keeping an eye on Bobby. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're in the living room. Betsy's building blocks with them. Yeah, they're fine. She's acting like a little mother. But she said you were up here lying down. She looked so worried. Oh, poor Betsy, I'm afraid I took it out on her. So cross when she got home from school, and then, of course, I apologized, but it just... Well, well what's the trouble? Well, I just can't go into it at length. Why? Ruth Kenyon put a pickup. Ruth Kenyon put a pickup on that third ham, asked to have it credited to our account. Did what, honey? And, and she asked to have it credited to our account, and instead the driver misunderstood and delivered it to me. Then he couldn't take it back. I had to call the store and put a pickup on it and then talk to somebody to make sure it's credited to our account. And then... Honey, I... The ham, dear, you know... Then, having spent the day coping with this, if somebody oh. from the food department didn't call back and say they were sorry there was such a mix-up and that I hadn't received my hip, then it would be delivered tomorrow for sure. Oh, <laughs> you poor kid. Well, well, what did you say? I used, I used language not befitting a lady. What's the matter with that department store, anyway? Well, what is the matter with them if they lost... I mean, when you have a big organization like that, there's bound to be mistakes. Mistakes? I don't mind a mistake or two, but this is ridiculous. Now, haven't they any system at all? Well, no look, system at all down there. Probably the trouble, darling. Too much system. It's a huge store. They lose the personal touch. I mean, everything's on paper, which passes through a lot of departments, and I suppose right now there's a lot of confusion. After Christmas inventory and sale, you know, you have to look at their side of it, too, darling. I better get up and see about dinner. That's a headache. I can't oh. even see straight. Well, honey, you let you get, yourself get too excited over these things. You do. <laughs> you must look at the funny side of it, honey. I know you're mad now, but you know as well as I do before long, but we'll go somewhere to a party or something. You'll be telling people about this, and you'll be laughing about it, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I suppose. I sure suppose, you I will. Suppose. It's too bad things can't be as funny when they happen as they are in retrospect, <laughs> huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell you, when that delivery man said to me today, oh, I can't take it back today. It's on my delivery report. No, no, you'll have to put a pickup on it. I I just looked at him. I did. I thought I was going to cry. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you can't let I these really things get was. you down. I know it. I know it. Well, I you know just it. mustn't. But I don't believe it. Huh? I don't believe it. There's a delivery truck outside that says Blaney's, and there's a man getting out with a ham. Hello. Hello, is this Blaney's department store? Well, operator, now just a minute. Would you please not cut me off again? I asked, I, I asked to speak to somebody in the food department, and I've been hanging on this line for ten solid minutes, then suddenly, suddenly I was just cut off. Now, don't get now, excited, you... dear. Don't get excited. You know what you told me. The food department? Yes, yes. <laughs> I tell you, they make you so darn mad. They keep you hanging on the line forever. Then suddenly you're just disconnected. Yes, you can't do a darn thing. I don't suppose this is the time to remind you to look at the funny side of it. 
Why don't you go out and start dinner? I thought that's what you were going to do. I thought it was better to bundle Betsy and Bobby up and send them outside for some fresh air so they didn't hear what you might possibly bellow over the telephone. This, this, this whole thing is absolutely ridiculous. I think you had better calm down. It isn't dignified for you to lose your temper like that. Look, you're, you're a great one to talk. You were lying down with a splitting headache because of all this. Now, now why are you so calm? I'm numb. Just numb. When I opened the door and that man smiled and said, I have a ham for Mrs. Piper. Suddenly it all seemed like a bad dream. You know, Dad, she's left me hanging on the phone again. She said it. Hello. Hello. Don't get so what excited when you do talk. I told her not to let me. Don't get so excited when you do talk to somebody that you forget to tell oh. them we have two hams to be picked up Wednesday. Yeah, all right. Hello. Be picked up Wednesday. Now, Hello. Worry. Yes. Oh, at last. Yes. Yes, madam. Indeed, you can help me. Now, would you stay with me, please? Look, my name, my name is Piper. Piper. That's the name, yes. 13 Rainbow Lake. And look, by mistake, two large hams were delivered out here. Hams! Now, my wife has already had a lot of trouble about this, and I'd like to get it settled once and... Hams! H-A-M-S, sugar-cured hams. Dear, dear, now... I know I want the food department. What's this? Oh! Would you be good enough to have the operator connect me? Thank you. I got the shoe department. So help me, I got the, I was talking to the shoe well, department. Well, you better just put a pickup on the hams, dear. You get a... nowhere explaining it all on the phone. I'll go start dinner. I guess. Uh, the... I've... She's done it again. I have been disconnected again. I am talking to nobody. There's nobody on forget the Forget it now. Forget it, oh, will you? I'll me. call tomorrow. Now, just hang up. Here's the evening paper. Now, sit down and relax. <laughs> you can't let these things get you down, dear. Hang up. Oh, God. Sugar-cured hams, says the woman. Oh, you've made a mistake, sir. You want the food department. I know, dear. I know. Relax Just as sure as Tuesday follows Monday, laughter follows tuning to CBS Radio's evening comedy time. Part of the different sound of the CBS radio station evenings, you enjoy the round-the-barn intellect of Gracie Allen, the Cloud Nine comedy of Bob and Ray, the rarefied philosophy of Andy Griffith, and the deviously delirious doings of the Kingfish on the Amos and Andy Music Hall. All together and so funny, Monday through Friday evenings on CBS Radio. The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. 